Uh, bear with me, folks. I forgot to... Well, kind of goes with the territory, you know? I kind of forgot to send talking points to the clip computer. The train has left the station. No mind sitting on it. Okay. Now, of course it would help if I could get to the keyboard. Let's see here. Uh, move that out. Move that, move that, move over. Uh, let me see now. Punch a couple of buttons here, like so, and nothing types it. Sometimes I wonder if I'm ever going to have a brain that'll work just fine in my head. But then I remember I'm only human. God, there's a thought that I dread. While uh, everybody's waiting for the talking points to arrive... You know, I've been getting the hiccups a lot lately. And I don't know why. I mean, it's just a little much. But that's okay. I can handle it. After all, I'm only human. (laughs) All right, all right. Now, let's see. Did it get here? Yes, it did. So, what's up, talking points intro? Good evening and welcome to another edition of Firefox News Online. And as you just heard, yes, folks, it is now time, as always, for talking points. Seems the Texas governor has decided to have the police pick up Democrats. Now, I wonder why that is. Could it have something to do with the fact that the Democrats did something illegal? A very good possibility. We'll have more on that a little bit later on, but let's get right down to the meat and potatoes here. Seems that uh, folks are learning about what this country is truly all about and not what the media says it is. Now, I'm a journalist 13 plus years. I've done my fair share for King Country, as the saying goes, And I've always tried to have a level playing field. Yes, there are times when I am a little biased. Sometimes you can't help that. You really can't. And I think there are times when we show our bias, and then when we catch ourselves, yep, okay, George, no, you didn't, no, you really, mm, yeah, okay, then there's that. You don't have to be a journalist to have a bias feeling or attitude in in your life. You see, 
I'm a registered independent. I'm centrist. I don't subscribe to either Republican or Democrat philosophy or ideology. What I do subscribe to is the very fact that I can pick and choose my battles. I can pick and choose what I choose to talk about. If I believe that a Republican is acting in bad faith, I'm going to say so, and you all know this. If a Democrat acts in bad faith, I'm going to say so. If a person who is right to life acts in bad faith, same thing. But let me bear something to you that most Americans are finding out. The bias media is quick to say how anyone who supports Donald Trump is a white supremacist. But they're not quick to say how Joe Biden's cognitive skills are blatant and in serious trouble. They don't go that far. One of the problems I've discovered in my life of late has to do with sometimes not opening mouth and inserting foot, but actually doing what's right as opposed to what's commonly done by everyone else. You see, one of the key characteristics of journalism that I've learned over the years is, and I, and I didn't go to school for this, as many of you uh, do know, but I learned over the years that as long as you don't become part of the story, that's half the battle. Journalists working for various recognized news organizations have done this ad infinitum. And that is where the problem truly lies. It lies in that very situation where you've got the Jim Acostas of the world or the Rachel Maddows of the world or you've got the Joy Reeds of the world or the Joe Scarboroughs of the world. You know, it doesn't matter whether they work for a television cable news channel or for a newspaper or radio station. If they're constantly using language that would badmouth anybody, well, then it becomes a problem. Now, yes, I do that here. I will admit. But it's because of what I read from these other outlets, all of the stuff that I gather over the course of the day to um, do the broadcast with. It angers me. Look at last night. I'll give you a prime example. When the FBI announced it wanted the American people to report family members and friends if they suspect extremist behaviors, violent extremist terrorist behaviors. Now remember what I said last night, folks. If you turn around, okay, now listen carefully. You turn around and you walk by somebody's house and you look in their window just by happenstance. You know, a lot of people do. I've done it. But let's say you happen to look at the house and you see the window and you see a bunch of guys waving their fists in the air, screaming and jumping up and down. They could be misconstrued as having a violent 
extremist terrorist attitude. That, I'm sorry, is not the case, especially if they're watching a baseball game or a football game. You know, I mean, come on, let's be realistic here. The criteria for reporting a family member or friend is blurred. And let's bear in mind, it can be used as a weapon against someone you don't like. And that is unfortunate. One of the problems I've seen in this whole last several months is that people generally don't subscribe to the theory that, well, if the government says it's so, it must be true. Not everybody subscribes to that idea. Well, if the president says it's true, then it must be. Joe Biden wouldn't lie to us. Well, he might not do it intentionally, but he would do it indirectly. And that's the problem, because he doesn't open up. He's not transparent enough. Uh, President Trump was transparent, but there were some things that he kept close to the vest. Okay? Maybe he shouldn't have, but he did. And that goes for anyone who held the office of president over the decades. Now, I know I'm all over the map here tonight, folks, and that's unfortunate. But it does happen. One of the things that I want to emphasize here is that we all have a stake in what happens in our country. We can agree to disagree, and we can come together when things are at their bleakest. And believe me, sometimes it can get pretty bleak out there. You don't have to be a Democrat or a Republican, a member of the Right to Life Party, or a member of the My Rent's Too Damn High Party, to recognize that as Americans we can come together and do the right thing. Move a muscle, change a thought, do the next right thing. That's my motto. And of course, it's good advice. Now, one final thing in my talking points. I want to try and get back to some of the old-fashioned ways that I did this broadcast. Uh, The reason for that is because I've been kind of slipping up lately. So during the two-hour broadcast, at the top of the hour at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific Time, I am going to play at least two PSAs. Okay? Just two. I won't even do the, uh, how can I put this? introduction for them and stuff like that, I'll just say, we'll be back after this break. And then when the PSA is done, I'll do a couple of more things and then get right back into the business at hand. Okay? It's important that I keep things real simple. Believe me. Now, in this final item, one of the biggest realities that we all face. And I know it's hard sometimes. God knows it can be difficult. But one of the biggest things that we face in this country is our rights being messed with. Okay? 
yeah, our rights getting trampled on. Well, guess what? There was a U.S. court ruling banning... Okay, in regards to banning guns for adults 18 to 20. That's unconstitutional. And a U.S. court ruled that banning guns for adults 18 to 20 is unconstitutional. I've got the story for us to to, to uh, discuss, and we will do that. Now, for those of you who are new to the broadcast, you're in for a bit of a culture shock here, folks. We dropped the F-bomb here. We say shit, piss, and corruption. You don't like it? Well, it's the way of the world anyway. I mean, hell, everybody has their little quirks. And I will tell a person where they can go shit in their hat, go fuck a tree knot, and uh, stuff like that. Yes, we swear like sailors. That's why this broadcast is PG-13. And it has its drawbacks. What kind of drawbacks? You'll have to find out the hard way. (laughs) But also the host has a bit of a sense of humor. At least I've been told that anyway. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride as Firefox News Online goes where no podcast has gone before. And that's telling it like it is, giving it real, giving it raw, and giving it to you straightforward and to the point. Hashtag FFNOP. Hashtag FFNOP. Use that hashtag to trend this broadcast everywhere. As the song says, everywhere around the world. Are you ready for a brand new beat? Well, we're going to beat this into the ground, folks. (laughs) Okay, let me start that over again. (laughs) Oh, I already did the hashtag. So like like I said, use that hashtag to trend this broadcast globally on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Well, now, let me see. What's up, Docs? How's everybody doing out there? Is everybody ready to have some fun? Oh, I'm over-modulating again. There, I think I got it. I think so. Yes, I corrected that oversight. Got that fixed. Ladies and gentlemen, this, this broadcast is brought to you by the United States Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, where you will find out We support them 100% across the board. I even have my little pocketbook, that pocketbook of information, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, that I keep right here on my desk. All right, Cherokee Rose was joining us uh, for a moment. Her uh, connection dropped, but she will be joining us soon uh, via Twitch. Joining us via Twitch are Mike and Iggy Mom. Hello to you. Cherokee Rose will be with us, as I said. 
Gunslinger is on the phone line and in the Mixler chat room along with Mike from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't want guy, y- y'all stepping on each other's toes. So I'm going to open one mic at a time for the, for the initial start and say how to do to each one carefully. Okay, here goes nothing. Last night I did that with Gunslinger. So tonight, it's Mike's turn. Hello, you crazy Cajun person. You know what, George? Much like, much like MasterCard, this show is everywhere you want to be. And even in places that most people never thought possible. That's right. <laughs> and of course... And, of course, joining us from the Lone Star State is our good friend and 357 Magnum-carrying Patriot. Me. What's up, Gunslinger? Just lock and load. You know, it's my motto, lock and load. (laughs) Wait a minute. I am locked and loaded. Oop, cancel that. But, yeah, interesting. Yeah, but but saying it is is not a bad thing. Not bad. Not bad thing. It's always good to encourage people to lock and load because of the uh, everyday situation that you may be faced with. <laughs> I mean, be research, read about it. Home invasions, mm-hmm. uh, robberies, rapes. I mean, gee whiz, it's a dangerous world out there. You know that. <laughs> you can say that again, brother. I mean, we're, we see it all the time. Look at some of the stories that I've brought up here on the broadcast over the years. You know, you, the whole, stories about home invasions especially. You know, um, I, I firmly believe that when people protect their homes as they, you know, as as. as, as yeah, I can talk. Jeez, it's not easy, but I can. Uh, I see. What happens? Yeah, I know, Mike. I know, but my ITs don't know the difference. <laughs> That's why they're blind. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you want to get their eyes what, checked. I did. I have brand new. I got spec. I got brand new spectacles recently. I'm not wearing them right now like I'm supposed to, but I did get them. Mm. As I was trying to say, uh, (laughs) smart ass. Uh, You know, when, when people are legal, by the book, law abiding citizens that own guns, okay? and can protect themselves at home or their business, even when they're on the street. But they've got to be careful out on the street because in some states it's not as cut and dry. So they really got to know what the law says. But in a life or death situation, I know quite a few guys that, that, own, that own handguns that have, that have told cops right to their face, look, if, I, if I'm cornered and, I'm, and I've got no other way to stop this, 
except my handgun, I am using it to stop this. If somebody corners me in an alley and there's no way out, and my handgun is the only thing between me and staying alive, I'll take I'll take using my handgun to stay to protect myself and stay alive. But you see, the uh, the people that call for gun control all the time, they don't understand that reality. They really don't. They they act as if, you know, their way is the only way. Okay. They act as if their way is the only way, and that's not true at all. Because if it were, there wouldn't have been a surge in legal gun ownership at various times in this country. Now, I've got a story here. I want to get to that regarding... Uh, 18 to 20 year olds I, I, I thought this was honest to God stupid alright and by the way Iggy Mom says hello Gunslinger yo Iggy I knew I forgot to, to tell you that Now, where was I? Oh, yes. I was about to open the story. So, let us see what we can find here. Oh, sorry. I already know what to find. Uh, Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I am going off camera for just a moment. Please, gentlemen, conversate amongst yourselves for just a minute or two while I go and get my eyeglasses. It is so embarrassing that I'm going to sit here and say it this way. Yeah, well, you know us old folks, we got to wear our spectacles by gum. <laughs> Bye, Cracky. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't buy crack. Are you out of your mind, boy? I'll be right back. This will only take me a minute or two. Like I said, conversate, gentlemen, so so we don't have dead air, okay? Thank you. Be right back. What's up over there in in, uh, Texas tonight, except for the, except for the, which we'll get, which we'll get around to the way we're Democrat, Texas Democrats. I'm sure George will get around at some point. But other than that, oh, well. how are things in Texas tonight? That's nice. It ain't too bad. It's, uh, oh, it's uh, 78 degrees out. I get about a 91 out here today. That ain't too bad for this time of the, this time of the year. Actually, that's actually good for Texas. <laughs> we haven't seen no hundreds yet. Hopefully we won't see but just a few of them. I like mild uh, summers. You know, it's nice. It's nice to yeah. sit outside and drink fresh air, too, you know? <laughs> well, okay, guys, you I'm know back. what's going to happen for... 
you know what's going to happen pretty soon, guy. You're going to get into the dog days of summer, and you're going to, instead of being 78 degrees, it's going to be 91 at night, you know. I may be, I may be wrong about that. Hey. Yeah, but, but, but you know something, Mike? Here's the thing. He feels cold. He, he freezes at, at 60 degrees or so. Absolutely. I'll turn it into a fucking iceberg. Thank you. You want some, you want some uh, ice cubes? <laughs> All right, fellas. Let me uh, get back on video here. Yeah, I, I mean, me, shit. 32 degrees is not too bad. When you got a wind chill factor, however, it can be a pain in the ass. It really can. God knows it can be a pain in the ass. Especially when, when the wind is blowing against your face. I mean, that shit just outright, no, no fucking way. I said, no. George, because of where, where I live and what I call Chemical Alley, we got a bunch of chemical plants and we not just the fact that we have high temperatures during the summer, it's the fact that we have the, the, the bad, you know, humidity and the bad air quality. You know? So <clears throat> it's just bisected down where I am. Well, you know that, uh, you know, the Boyd, you know, that used to come to the show here, he came down here to the yeah. uh, yeah, it's in North Texas. About three weeks ago, pick up his RV that he bought. He said he's about fucking. Was about, he was about ready to melt down here, and it was only like ninety degrees. <laughs> That's actually cool in Texas for, for ninety degrees. But boy, came here to you know get north of Dallas up there, pick up that uh, half a million RV that he bought. <laughs> I guess he's ready to see the world, hmm. at least the United States, anyway. Yeah, I mean, uh, Boyd, who used to come here, Mike Peters, who used to come here. You know, it's like they don't want to come here anymore, which is a shame. The door is open. All they got to do is, well, like the song says, I hear you knocking, but you won't come in. You can't come in. Well, in this case, they won't come in, and I don't know why. I think that's pretty rude to just, you know, you know not, not come by once in a while and say, hey, George, fuck you. Have a nice day. <laughs> I mean, shit. And I do, I, do miss, uh, I do miss our buddy No Way. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, No Way, um, I'm not going to go into great detail, but... Uh, no way's not. Um, let's just leave it at this. He he won't be coming back. Uh, I would. I wish he would reconsider, but I understand his reasoning, and I'm not going to go into the reason why. I just feel that um, it's a shame that he will not come back and join us once in a blue moon. If if for nothing else, to have a few laughs and 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 have a little camaraderie during the course of the broadcast. But uh, hopefully one day he'll 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 knock on he'll, he'll come a knocking and say, "Hey George, mind if I join you?" And just like Boyd and um, and Mike here and uh, Mike Peters, they are welcome here. 
I have no reason for them not to to want to be here. You know? There are so very few shows left on the uh, in podcasts like our, like this similar, that even come remotely close to this one. <laughs> but hopefully they know that they're welcome and, and they will one day uh, show up and say, hey, George, what's happening? You know, and join us for discussions and all that like they used to. I leave the door open always. I mean, hell, Billy was here not too long ago. <coughs> that was what, about two weeks, two or three weeks ago uh, that he showed up, Mike? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, about that. It was nice, yeah. it was nice that, he showed, that he came over, you know? Very nice that he came over. You know? Now, now there was a misunderstanding between Billy and I, and, and, and that's unfortunate. But I'm glad that he chose to come back and, um, and join us. And hopefully he will once in a while himself. Uh, somebody, somebody, you know, I hate secondhand information. But somebody tried to tell me that he accused me of using people on this show. Well, maybe I do. I use people as as a voice to voice their opinions. I use their opinions to keep the conversation alive, and so on and so on and so on. So that's a form of using people. It's not a bad thing. Think about it like this: when I when I when I call Mike the crazy Cajun, for example, folks, when I call him the crazy Cajun, it's not to be disrespectful. I'm just joking around with the guy. Now, if I turn around and say, that guy Mike from Louisiana is a dirty, stinking, rotten, slimy rat, I'm just saying it with a with, with a voice impression to have a few, you know, to have a few rather strange yuck yucks. If I got something to say to somebody, I'm going to say it to them. Okay, that's the way I roll. So there. Well, you say that, then I'll come back with George Sinzer is a big gas bag. Yeah, but they already know I am. So <laughs> new news to that. <laughs> that's nothing new. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, let's see here. Oh, yeah. The story in question. Oh, boy. I almost forgot we had that to do. All right. Now, check this out. U.S. Court, US court rules banning guns for adults ages 18 to 20 is unconstitutional. Okay. And I, and I, I think that's, that's, that's great that, that, this, that this U.S. court came down with this ruling. Well, here's the details on it, folks. A federal appeals court ruled Tuesday that regulations setting a minimum age of 21 for handgun purchases from licensed dealers violates the Second Amendment rights of those citizens. The three-panel judge in the Fourth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals delivered the ruling in a split vote two to one, with 
an appointee of former President Donald Trump, though I, I don't consider him the former president myself, that's just my opinion, writing the majority opinion, arguing the laws regulate the laws relegated either the Second Amendment or 18 to 20-year-olds to a second-class status, according to CNN. We know how trustworthy they are. Looking through this historical lens to the the text and structure of the Constitution reveals that 18 to 20-year-olds have Second Amendment rights. Judge Julius N. Richardson wrote, virtually every other constitutional right applies whatever the age. Excuse me. And the Second Amendment is no different. A George W. Bush appointee, Judge G. Stephen Agee, joined Richardson in the majority, a direct case of where political leanings of members of of the judiciary impact interpretation of American law. An appointee from, by Barack Obama, Judge James A. Wynn, Jr., was alone in dissent, arguing adults ages 18 to 21 of years of age are less mature and crime statistics show are more likely to commit a crime with the handgun including potentially using it in a suicide. That particular argument, however, seems to support the majority opinion that younger adults would be ruled not equal under the law. Now, Wynn's dissent also took a political position versus a constitutional, textual, and legal one. Okay? accusing the majority of giving the gun lobby a victory in a fight it lost on Capitol Hill more than 50 years ago, again, reported by CNN. We know how trustworthy they are. Wynn, who lost in the ruling, also argued the court's ruling usurped constitutional authority of lawmakers, writing it was not consistent with the proper role of the federal judiciary in our democratic system. Okay, first of all, the Constitution of the United States of America is the law of the land. The Second Amendment states clearly a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That second part of the Second Amendment is where it all comes down to. And I'm not a constitutional lawyer. I'm not a constitutional scholar, but I'm not a stupid fucking person either. Let's base base it right down the fucking middle, okay? Okay. Right down the fucking middle. If you're going to sit there and you're a judge on an appeals court 
and you're going to side with the political rather than the constitutional law aspect of it, you don't belong on the fucking bench at all. All right. Gunslinger, let me start with you tonight on this one. Well, you know, that's just not recent. That's the way it's been for a fucking long time. Actually, decades. It's crazy if you want to really go and look at it, and I'll tell you why. Back when I graduated from high school in 1983, okay, I was 18 years old, okay? We was all there at one time. And the first year, I dawdled around electrical, because that's what I did with my dad during the summer and the weekends and all that crap. But I also went to do security work. I was a patrol officer, okay? And I wanted to carry a gun, okay? Now, keep in mind, I was I was just 18, just fixed to turn 19, okay? In the state of Texas, you cannot legally buy a handgun unless you're 21 years of age. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I got my permit to carry it because I went and applied to Austin and got permission from Daddy and all that stuff. Went to the training, all that. But I could not legally purchase a handgun at that age. So you know what I had to do? <laughs> That's crazy. I had to take my mother down to downtown Dallas to a pawn shop and let her, because I already picked this gun out, and she had to buy the gun in her name for me to carry it. I was legally old enough to carry a gun, but I was not legal enough to purchase a gun. Figure that one out, okay? And that's a true story. That actually happened to me back then. So, yeah, I mean, it's stupid. I mean, if you, what do you get in when you get to join the military, 18 or something like that, Okay. Don't mm-hmm. they give you a gun and basic basic training and teach you how to shoot? But yet you can't buy one until you're 21 years of age. Huh? What? You're old enough to defend the country, but you're not old enough to purchase a handgun. Oh, but you purchase a rifle or a shotgun. Hell, handguns kill you just as dead as a rifle or shotgun, you know? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I mean... Um... There, there's, there is no age requirement in the Second Amendment. Let me say that again. There is no age requirement in the Second Amendment. So if an 18-year-old can join the military, learn how to shoot with a, with, 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 with a military weapon, whether it's the handgun or not, you know, a handgun or rifle, why should they be excluded from being able to own a firearm? If they're, you know, I met an, I met many an 18-year-old with more maturity for their age than most adults in their 30s and 40s. So. This one judge, his reasoning, his logic is so extremely flawed. Mike? Well, I mean, look who appointed him. All right. Isn't this an Obama judge? 
that has mm-hmm. that dissent? Well, do I have to say any more? You know? I mean, there's every, every judge that they have chosen to put up there or nominate to pick your bench. It doesn't even have to be the Supreme Court, George. All right? It could be a circuit court. It could be court of appeals. It could be, you know, state Supreme Court, state Supreme Courts, you know, et cetera, et cetera. All those, all those nominees that eventually became judges, are, what are they? They are now political, uh, for lack of a term, political hacks. I mean, can you argue with me on that? You know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, we got, we got screwed sometimes. We get screwed with Republican judges, too, uh, you know, from this, this, or supposedly from this side of the aisle, too. But that happens less often than we, we can all basically, anybody, if one of these judges would happen to die on the Supreme Court and old hair sniffer Joe got a chance to appoint Mr. X as as the next judge. Well, you can book it that Mr. X is going to, oh, he's, in his hearings, he's gonna sound. He's gonna sound like he's uh, like he's you know, in the middle. But no, he's he's gonna be a left wing political hat. He or she, depending on, you know, who they decide to pick. Right? He or she is going to be a political hat. You know, and that's exactly what this guy that wrote that dissent is. He's a political hack. You know. And the fact of the matter is, is that's the wrong, that's the wrong opinion, that's the wrong wording of that dissent, and that's the wrong dissent. It should not, it should have been a unanimous court decision because, you know, again, this is this is a guy that was appointed by appointed by Obama, and I have a good feeling that this guy is a political hack. Back to you, George. Yeah, it, it's 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 really insane, you know, when when a judge does a, makes a, renders a, a decision based on political, not constitutional law, that that does a disservice to the American people. It truly does. Um, Game player S, uh, uh, watching on D Live, said, "I remember getting a BB gun when I was ten years old." I learned gun safety and responsibility with that before my dad allowed me to handle a real firearm. And looking back, I think that was really a great learning experience. Uh, while, yes, you know, I, I, I got to say, you know, learning gun safety, you know, from, you know, with your father is, is, is absolutely something to, to be applauded. No doubt in my mind. But there is one tiny flying the ointment. A BB gun is not an, is not an actual uh, firearm, not like a 9mm or a three fifty seven Magnum or, what ha- or whatever handgun you choose. Now, having said that, however, 
You also do not need a pistol permit to carry a handgun. In states that require a pistol permit, like New York, um, you can go out and buy a BB gun and not have to apply for a pistol permit. You don't have to go through the uh, 4473, the, the, the background check uh, information, to buy a BB gun. Whereas with an actual handgun, you do. Now, the, the sad reality of this is um, a BB gun can, especially some of those... Um, Air, those, those, air, those air guns that use those little cylinders, they can be, be very, they can be just as deadly as a, a regular handgun. CO2 cartridge. But you, CO2 cartridge. Thank you, uh, Gunslinger. So a CO2 BB pistol can be just as deadly as, uh, as the real thing. Though you don't hear many stories of someone being shot and killed with one. And again, you still don't, you, even with that, you don't need a pistol permit in states that require it. So, yes, a BB gun can be a, a great, you know, be a nice way to, as, as, a, as a tool for teaching gun safety and responsibility, but... The fact is, you don't need a pistol permit for it. So if you're in a state that requires a pistol permit, you go out and buy a BB gun. You don't have to fill out the, the ATF form uh, 4473 uh, and go through the background check, and you don't have to apply for a pistol permit. So there you have that. Now, um, let me just say for the record that while this is a a win for uh, for gun owners especially if, uh those who are 18 to 20 years of age who want to who want to be first time gun owners go through the safety courses learn the proper way to do things uh Let's also bear in mind that, like here in New York, there are they have, this state has the most restrictive gun laws in the country, and that to me is you know is where the courts now need to step up and look at, at laws like the New York Safe Act and and sit and and actually decide. Is it constitutional or is it unconstitutional? And go according to the, the Constitution and constitutional law and not a political decision. Uh, organizations like the, the NRA are sitting on their, on their hands right now because they don't want to take it to the Supreme Court. Now, whether it's for financial reasons or, or what, I don't know. But something, something's got to give eventually. And these little wins should send a message. They should truly send a message. That's what it comes down to, folks. All right. Now then, 
on to the next item. Folks, I'm telling you right now, our rights to freedom of speech are, are one thing, but this next item is going to piss off everyone and probably scare the shit right out of you, and it should. According to the Gateway Pundit, Biden regime to monitor private communications calls on SMS carriers to dispel misinformation about vaccines that is sent over social media and text messages. You heard right, folks. Listen, here's... here's here. <laughs> Try again, George. Untie your tongue. You can do it. The Biden regime is now calling on SMS carriers to quote-unquote fact-check text messages in an effort to stop misinformation about the COVID-19 vaccine. Last Tuesday, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said the Biden administration will be sending goons door-to-door to harass unvaccinated Americans. In case you haven't heard about that, folks, yes, if you're not vaccinated, expect to get a knock on the door. That's right. They're going to, they're going to put a push on to most likely try and force you to get vaccinated. Biden confirmed that during his remarks last week and said his administration will focus on communities where vaccination rates are low. We need to go community by community, neighborhood by neighborhood, and oftentimes door to door, literally knocking on doors, Biden said. Now, the Biden regime and its Democrat allies are going to monitor private communications to dispel misinformation about vaccines that is sent over social media and text messages. Democrat goons are already attacking TPUSA's, uh, this is, uh, I believe it's Turning Point USA's Charlie Kirk for his messaging campaign around vaccine efforts. Organizations that are feeding misinformation and trying to mischaracterize this type of trusted messenger work, I believe you are doing a disservice to the country and to the doctors, the faith leaders, community leaders, and others who are working to get people vaccinated, save lives, and help end this pandemic. White House COVID response coordinator Jeff Zients said at a news conference last week. Now, Politico reported... Biden-allied groups, including the Democratic National Committee, are also planning to engage fact-checkers more aggressively and work with SMS carriers to dispel misinformation about vaccines that is sent over social media and text messages. The goal is to... to the, the God, I hate when this happens. The goal is to ensure that people who may have difficulty getting a vaccination because of issues like transportation, see those barriers lessened or removed entirely. We are steadfastly committed to keeping politics out of the effort to get every American vaccinated so that we can save lives 
and help our economy further recover. White House spokesman, White House spokesperson Kevin Munoz said, "When we see deliberate efforts to spread misinformation, we view that as an impediment to the country's public health, and will not shy away from calling that out." Charlie Kirk, the pro-Trump co-court, the pro-Trump co-founder of the conservative student organization Turning Point USA, said on Fox last week that he was embarking on a massive public relations campaign around vaccination efforts, which he compared to an apartheid-style open-air hostage situation. Turning Point's other founder, Bill Montgomery, died last year from coronavirus-related complications. Turning Point USA also sent out SMS messages urging people to sign petitions on the topic. In one message viewed by Politico, Kirk contends Biden is sending goons door-to-door to make you take a COVID vaccine. Sign the petition to no medical raids in America. The rabid left already has complete control over the Internet and censors social media posts and blog posts, so it was a matter of time until they started censoring text messages. What I say in a text message from my phone, okay, what I say on my cellular phone in a private text to someone else is nobody else's business but mine and the person I'm talking with by text message. The government does not have the right to spy on my private communications unless they deem me a violent extremist terrorist like that story I brought up last night. Okay? So... I'm sorry, but if you're going to, if you're, Biden, if you're going to send assholes knocking on people's doors, censor a person's private communication, text messages between one person and another, you have taken the final step toward turning the White House into a dictatorship stronghold and turning this country into something that I don't want to see happen. And that's a total dictatorship under a communist rule. Don't think for one minute you'll get away with it. The American people will speak out, and they will speak very loudly. And I'm willing to bet there are some people who are Democrat supporters that are going to look at this and go, Is he out of his fucking mind? And if they don't, they're idiots. All right, Mike, you were the last one to comment on the previous uh, story. Let's get your thoughts on this one. Again, this is this is a policy, you know, from guess where, right? And being that it's a policy from guess where, it's a non-thinking policy. It's a policy from the deepest, darkest, uh, and that's no joke, 
inside of a brain that knows very scarcely how to think and how to reason, right? And it's an unreasonable thing. And But again, it's a Democrat thing, right? It's, it's from the mind of a Democrat, a liberal. There is a reason why everybody on this phone call is not a Democrat. Because, one, because we can think. We can reason. You have some street smarts about it. All right? And, again, they don't. So, what do you expect, George? Back to you. <laughs> hmm. Gunslinger, your thoughts. Well, if you look in the if you look at the chat room there, here's a good thing from Wild Bill. If they come knocking on your door, okay, and Wild Bill is a twenty year law enforcement retired veteran. Who would know how to handle them the best? He does. It's only three fifty seven. <laughs> how about that? I'll carry a three fifty seven. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Anyway, so yeah, three three minutes and fifty seven seven seconds long. But it's very informative. But yeah, you know, this is this is, this is screwball. This is fucked up. I mean, they can spy on you any fucking time, anywhere, whether you like it, whether you know about it, or you don't know about it. Okay. And people will say, no, they don't. No, they can't. Oh yes, they can. <laughs> oh yes, they can. Okay. Short story. Me and my dad did a fucking microwave generating station in, in East Texas called uh, East Mountain. For AT and T microwave, I still I went in there in that little bitty building. Hell, it was probably <clears throat> nothing more than thirty by thirty, maybe forty by forty, and it had rows of computers, and you could sit there and listen to fucking cell phones, landlines, any fucking communication that came through AT and T network. You could sit there and go from one cabinet to the other, and sit there and just listen to their phone calls, incoming and outgoing. And that was back in the early eighties, for God's sake. That's back when I was still in high school. Okay. So, yeah, these, they can listen in. They can do whatever they want to. And when Big Daddy comes to the government, say to AT&T, for example, and knocks on their door, right, would you uh, turn over the records of, uh, of a gunslinger's conversation or George Singer's conversation, please? Um, here, here, well, we, we can go get a warrant if you want to. What do you think they're going to do? They're going to fucking roll over like a lovesick puppy dog. Go ahead. Yeah, that's that's the uh, the one thing that bothers me about this. <clears throat> but cell phone carriers uh, of late, and Verizon being one of them, and I do use Verizon, by the way, uh, has told the government, we're not going to intrude upon the privacy of our of our customers. That is not what we're, that's not our job. You want you want that information? Take it to court. They stood up to the government and told the government where to go shit in their hat. And I was talking to a buddy of mine who uh, is a technician for Verizon, you know, working on the poles and whatnot. And he just happened to be working only a few hundred feet from my building. And I, I had just seen this article 
saved it. And I saw his Verizon truck outside, so I decided to go up to the mailbox and see if anything came in yet. And I walked up, and I told him about the story, and he said, George, Verizon's not going to give the government what they want. And the government can't force them to give it unless they take it to court. And if they take it to court, it could be a lengthy, lengthy battle. And ultimately, it's a, matter, it's a question of the customer's privacy. Okay? That's what it comes down to, a customer's privacy. All right, folks, we're going to take – I'm already six minutes delayed getting this going. Uh, as I said in my talking points, I want to uh, do, a, do two PSAs real fast and then jump right back into the rest of it. So uh, we'll be right back in just a moment here on Firefox News Online, America's fastest-growing Internet broadcast, bar none. There I was in my business suit, all dressed up, just uptight as I could possibly be. And I don't remember much of what was said at that first AA meeting. It was more the feeling of the meeting itself. That's what has kept me going. I know it works, and I see the people ahead of me with more sobriety. I see how happy they are, and I want that. I want that, too. And... What I notice about AA is it sort of helps me to relax and learn to really be happy with my sobriety. It's a richer life to live. That's exactly what Alcoholics Anonymous does. It teaches us how to live without drinking. It teaches us how to have fun and really enjoy life without drinking. This program's given me the good life. The only good life I've ever known. Alcoholics Anonymous. It works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or AA.org. Hi, I'm Sergeant George Senzer, honorably discharged veteran of the State Defense Force, the New York Guard. Now, I've got a few questions for you. First of all, are you at least 18 years of age or older? Second of all, are you in reasonably good health? But most important of all, are you a New York State resident looking to serve your country? If you are... And have I got a great idea for you. Join the New York Guard. The New York Guard is a state defense force operated and funded by the state of New York through the Division of Military and Naval Affairs. And the New York Guard has a long and illustrious history dating back as far as World War I. I served two tours of active duty with the New York Guard on September 11, 2001, the day of the most horrendous attack on our nation since Pearl Harbor. I was proud to serve with the New York Guard. I served with them for six years, and I made a difference. You can, too. Make a difference. Join the New York Guard today. Go to www.dmna.ny.gov slash nyg. That's dmna.ny.gov slash nyg. Click on the link, Enlistment Resources. Download the recruitment package. Fill out the application. Send it back and be sure to contact the recruiters letting them know that you have a desire to serve and that you've sent back the completed application. The New York Guard, New York State's Defense Force, protecting the residents of the state of New York and helping them through emergencies and times of natural disaster. Join the New York Guard today and make a difference.
You're listening to the most powerful radio broadcast anywhere. Firefox News Online. The FFNOP Radio Network. 347-945-5747. We're back. Lines are open. Broadcasting from New York, the Empire State, you're listening to Firefox News Online. And we're back on Firefox News Online with approximately, uh, how long do we have here? Let me see now. Oh, yes, approximately 49 minutes remaining in the broadcast, just 49 minutes left to go before we are done for the evening. I'm George Sinzer, your ever-present host. And Firefox News Online can certainly use your help in staying on the air. Now, you cannot take these donations you make off on your taxes, and I wish I had the ability for you to do that, but I don't. But if Firefox News Online does something that that helps to give you a voice, that gives you information that you can put to good use, and, of course, dissects what the mainstream media puts out there, then help us out. Go to paypal.me slash firefoxnewsonline. That's paypal.me slash firefoxnewsonline. And give us a helping hand. All your donations go right back into the broadcast. I don't get one single cent from this. I don't get paid for what I do. I love what I do too much to accept, to, to, accept, to, to, to want to be paid. But this show needs help. It comes out of my back pocket most of the time. But when donations come in, it helps immensely. So please, be generous. Go to paypal.me slash Firefox News Online and give us a helping hand. Keep Firefox News Online on the air. And as always, it's time for me to give a quick acknowledgement to those watching and view and listening by way of the internet. As always, joining me via the phone lines right now at three four seven nine four five five seven four seven are none other than Gunslinger from the Lone Star State and the Crazy Cajun Mike in Louisiana, watching by way of Twitch TV. I've got. I believe Mike is, I don't know if Mike is still in there or not, but uh, I, I'm, I'm going on the assumption he still is. Uh, Cherokee yep. Rose watching as well. And Iggy Mom, I believe, may still be there. I haven't looked, so I don't know for sure. But, of course, I've got a couple, I've got a couple of elsewheres watching uh, on, uh, not watching, on listening on uh, Mixler. And, of course, you can be part of the conversations we have here. So, having said that, I want to get to that clip from Wild Bill. I like, what this, I like this guy. He's pretty cool. I also like E.T. Williams. He's another cool dude to listen to. Mark Dice is another great one to, to, to listen to from time to time. So, trust me when I say there's some great resources out there to tune into. When I'm not when I'm not on or before I get on the air, you find these these guys and you listen to what they have to say. You'll find that they're they're talking about 
a lot of the same stuff that we talk about here on the broadcast from time to time, too. So, let's see. As I lean just a little bit to my right, and I click you, dirty name. Get back up there. How do you like that? The darn because I I clicked on it, the window minimized, and the YouTube video closed. Not fair. Luckily, I can real. Here's Wild Bill. Well, it's 2021, and the USA has not had a president for seven months. A nameless, faceless mob is running Washington D.C. And they are hell-bent on turning the USA into a totalitarian communist state. The virus has been their excuse to trample constitutional freedom into the ground. The left, in the name of the Democrat Party, have declared war on American citizens. And because so many Americans have refused to submit to the needle, they're now going to send people to bang on your door. Well, as a 20-year law enforcement officer, I have some suggestions. Number one. Do not open your door or communicate in any way. That is, no doubt, the best way. But personally, I think we the people have been way too tolerant of the left pulling our country down the Nazi pathway. This is what I would do. You do not have to give them any information or engage in dialogue. Say to them loud and clear, you're trespassing, get off my property. If they try to engage you in their scripted dialogue, say it again. You're trespassing. Get off my property. And if they make it say say it a third time, tell them they've got 60 seconds to get off your property. Tick, tick, tick. And then you call 911. If you have a good police or sheriff's department, they will arrest the trespassers and take them to the station where they will no doubt be released with a misdemeanor summons. Now, if your law enforcement officers are the pansy face mask wearing types, they may be reluctant to press charges. Demand it. You have that right. The trespassers committed a criminal violation against you, and you have the right to insist on charges being pressed. The officers will be mandated to at least issue summonses to the trespassers and set a court date. If the police refuse, then call their supervisor, and if you still can't get satisfaction, file an internal affairs complaint against the officers, and then go directly to your local prosecutor's office. They can issue a criminal summons also. Now, if you have like-minded neighbors, you might consider pooling your resources to hire a pit bull attorney and file an appropriate lawsuit. Sometimes that is the only way to get results. And when I say the USA is going down the Nazi pathway, I'm not kidding and I'm not exaggerating. CNN is saying, make life hell for people who are unvaccinated. And the FBI is calling for people to report their friends, family, and neighbors that they suspect of what they call extremist ideology. What that means is they want to identify and deal with anyone who stands with Donald Trump and might vote for him in the future. They want to make a list of people who may not submit to gun confiscation or forced vaccines. They want to know which parents might fight back when the left take their children for failure to indoctrinate them into LGBT and communist ideology. Somebody recently said, the government wants to take your guns because they want to be free to hurt you if you don't comply. 
And another person said, the government wants to ban guns because they're planning to do things that they know that Americans would shoot them for. These are perilous times in the USA. Americans must find their voices and their courage. Our country's at the tipping point. Make sure it tips in the right direction. This is Wild Bill for America. Thank you for watching. And America, bless God again. All right. A couple of comments from the, uh, from the people watching on Twitch. Cherokee Rose says, great advice. Exactly. Love this. Everyone needs to hear this. And if they tuned into this broadcast, they did. And if I'm able to upload this one, I haven't been able to upload the other one yet. Having trouble with that. I may have to skip last night's broadcast and attempt this one. And hopefully that will load. And it'll be on rumble.com slash the FFNOIBN. Which, by the way, folks, if you go to, if you go to rumble.com slash the FFNOIBN, you'll see many of my previous broadcasts. And you'll even see yours truly with his music videos. Yeah, I know. Last thing you want to hear is that a internet broadcasting host is doing music videos, right? Well, I do. I have. And people like them. I still haven't figured out why, but they like them. All right, guys. Wild Bill said said quite a bit there, but I want to focus on what he said in regards to the uh, knocking on doors uh, part of it, what he said, uh, because that's that's uh, that connects with uh, what we were talking about before the break. So um, I want to focus on that. And also he brought up what I brought up last night in regards to uh, the FBI wanting friends and fa- fa- people to report friends and family uh, for extremist behavior and all that nonsense. I mean, if there's a legitimate... If, if there is a legitimate concern, that's one thing. But this is going to lead to outright disaster. But let's get to the knocking on doors aspect of what Wild Bill was talking about. Uh, Gunslinger, you brought this to my attention, so I want to start. You, I want to get your thoughts on what Wild Bill said in that in that regard. Well, you know, it is it is true. I mean, who's better to hear it from a twenty year law enforcement veteran like Wild Bill? Okay. Um, they cannot ask you these questions. That's just like a trespasser coming up to rob you. You have no legal right to talk to them. You have no. You, all you have is a legal right to defend yourself. Okay. Remember, you know, if they come at you with a with a with a, a, a syringe, a needle, hypothetically speaking, of course, right. That constitutes deadly deadly force. Okay, they are you. You have a right to defend yourself. Doesn't matter whether it's a hypodermic needle. It doesn't matter whether it's a loaded forty four magnum. If they're coming at you in an aggressive manner, you have a right to defend yourself. This is still America. We still have rights here. I mean, over there in China or 
or any of them other dictatorship countries, you know, uh, North Korea, <laughs> they're, they're one. Uh, yeah, they can do that to their citizens. They go out there and just fucking ass rape them, shoot them in the head, and next, here is a little bit different. And just like he said, the, the law enforcement has to come out. Thank God we got a good sheriff's department around this area. They're here within a matter of minutes if I have to call them. Okay? <clears throat> and they agree. And I agree with them. Okay? Just like that, that instance when the little punk stole a couple of my little pistols that time. Uh, two Ellis County Sheriff's uh, officials, law enforcement, said, yeah, yeah you could have shot them. He left people for us. So, yeah, and when you have law enforcement saying, yeah, you can, leave, you can use deadly force to protect your property, your, your, your property, that's you, yourself, and your material property in the state of Texas. Can't say for any other state because I've never lived in any other state, but here in Texas, we don't fuck around. Go ahead. Yeah, I know the sheriff uh, here in my here in my county, and he seems like a pretty decent character. He really does. I know many of the deputy sheriffs. Uh, I know many of the local uh, guys as well. Uh, what I find uh, what I find curious is. You know, the government is the, the 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 Biden dictatorship is going to try and get folks to knock on your door. Well, what Wild Bill said about that is, you don't have to even talk to them. Now, me, I'm sitting, I'm here in my studio, which is basically my living room. Okay. To my left is the front door. So I will hear them. They'll either, if they ring the doorbell on my cell phone, on this nice little cell phone of mine, my doorbell has a camera. So I can look to see who it is. All right? And if I see it's, say, local law enforcement, I'll say, can I help you? And if they go into a spiel about being vaccinated, I'll tell them, sorry, that's, that's personal information. I don't discuss that with anybody except my doctor. Thank you and have a nice evening or have a nice day, depending on when they show up. If they persist, I'm going to tell them, you're not a medical professional. You're not my doctor. I don't discuss it. It would be a violent. You, you are asking me to violate to to surrender information that is that I am not obligated to give. Have a nice time. Goodbye. They do it again. I will be on the phone. Like Wild Bill said, I will be on the phone, calling the, calling up the locals and saying, "What the hell's going on here? What is this nonsense?" And tell them what's going on. Get them get them away from my front door. I can't tell them to get off my property because. I rent an apartment. But I can tell them to get away from my door. And if they refuse, I can, I can, by definition, consider that harassment and proceed to handle it accordingly. Mike? 
Oh, Mike, where'd you go? Uh, he's on hey. the line, but he's not there. Oh, um, I must be muted. You must have been muted, yes. Did you hear Wild Bill? Yeah, I heard Wild Bill. That, yep, that's interesting. And okay. hey, you know, that's that's what should happen. Now, are people just gonna there are gonna be a number of people that are just gonna say, I don't wanna go through the trouble of it and say, Okay, give give the permission and and all that stuff. Yeah, there are gonna be people that do that, but I think there are gonna be more people that are going to tell these people to, well, to keep them, keep them quiet, to keep their mouth shut, uh, 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 that are going to keep their mouth shut and do the other thing as well, you know. And look, especially in the fact that you've got guys like Gunslinger who won't, you know, who won't, who won't, he'll, he'll, I don't want to say shoot first, ask questions later, because I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he'll warn him. He'll say, yeah, you're trespassing. You don't want to get lead poisoning. Well, you know, if you get lead poisoning, it's all on you. I'll warn you. So, yeah, and this is a thing that they know. It's, it's All this is is to stoke the fear, George. And it's like, it's like our buddy Rushwood used to say, all the Democrats have left their off all they have left to offer is fear itself. Right? That's all it is. It's a fear play. Back to you, George. Yeah, I, I, I you know I had a when I was in my previous residence, I had a situation where I had people coming, it was during election time, knocking on my door, asking me if I would vote for their candidate. Well, me being a smart person, I said, um, what is their party affiliation, if you don't mind my asking? And, of course, they, they, they would say, well, he's re- he's re- they're a registered Democrat. I would then tell them, I'm sorry, I do not vote for Democrats. The reason I do not vote for Democrats is because I am not a Democrat. Number one. Number two, I don't trust them. Number three, if you don't understand what I just said, look back at number two. I had one person who was persistent. I would close it. I would say, have a nice day. Close the door. Lock it. And all of a sudden, not even before I could even walk away from the door. They're knocking on my door again. So I look through the peephole, and it's the same person. And I open the door, and at this point, I'm getting a little ticked off because I just told them my, what, what I had to say. And the person goes, well, sir, just to clarify, you, you won't vote for them because their, their party affiliation is Democrat? Well, that's, that's unfortunate, but you're, you're not, would you be willing to at least hear what we have to say? And I turned to them and I said, no, goodbye, closed the door, locked it again. The third time they knocked, I opened that door for, real fast, and I was as red as my shirt. 
in the face. I was pissed. I said, what part of no don't you fucking get? Get away from my fucking door before I call the cops. This is your only warning. Slam. They got the message. Now, in this situation with someone coming to my door to find, you know, to tell me about vaccination, I won't even open the door. Now, here's here, here's a, a good question. Okay, now I'm fully vaccinated. Yes, I'm fully vaccinated. I've even got my CDC card that shows I'm fully vaccinated. I'm not going to show anybody that card. I don't have to. But how, do, how would they know whether you're vaccinated or not? This would mean that they have access to your information already. So if nobody knocks on my door to, to, to tell me about getting vaccinated and all that, that tells me they're already aware of the fact that I am vaccinated, which is a direct violation of my HIPAA rights. So bear in mind, America, you have options if that happens. If you find out that your neighbors were talked to, certain neighbors who may not have been vaccinated, and you find out they didn't go to the doors of people that were, that says they got a hold of private medical information, which is a direct violation of your HIPAA rights, and you, have a, and you can fight back on that front. You can go to, a, your, go to your attorney. Tell them what you know. Tell them what happened. Tell them what didn't happen in this, in this situation. Your lawyer is going to tell you up front, you have a case against the government for violating your HIPAA rights. And what I would do, if I could afford to do it myself, I would in a New York minute Take them to fucking court. It would, if enough court cases around the country start popping up everywhere, the government's going to take one look at that and go, well, this was a bad idea, and stop doing it real quick. The government, meaning Joe Biden. So there you have options on that, too. Now, Cherokee Rose, uh, just to go real quick with this, scary crap for sure. Expect me to send them on their way. I mean, this kind of crap doesn't even sound like we're in America anymore. Okay, she, she brought that up a little while ago. And I think that applies not only to the gun issue, but to this as well. Um, in regards to uh, this, 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 this conversation, which I'm going to move on to the next story after I read this. Uh, wait a minute, did I get Mike's comments? Mike, I got you, your comments. Yeah, you I? got my. Yeah, you got my comments. Okay, so I got both you and Gun. Okay, so I got you and Gunslinger. Okay, good. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Um, Cherokee Rose said, who could blame you? 
I couldn't tolerate that either. I believe that's in regards to what happened with me and, and what happened during election time. But in regards to the medical information, she said, oh, yeah, they have our info for sure. See, hang on a second here. Let me show you something. All right. I'm going to show you. I don't have to do this, but I do this because it is in conjunction to what we're talking about. And I don't have a problem showing this particular piece of information. Now, this is my CDC card that I received from the doctor's office. Okay? If you look at it, it shows first dose COVID-19 Moderna and it's and the number for that shot. The date that I received that first shot. The second dose, also again Moderna. The date received and its corresponding number in, numbers and letter information. Now, the reason I'm showing you the C, my CDC vaccination record card is because a lot of folks will, you know, will look, will turn around, and go, yeah, George, but how do we know you're really vaccinated? Now, I just shared my information willingly. Why? Because that's my choice. That's my decision. The government doesn't have the right, even though it's from the Centers for Disease and Control and Prevention, which is part of the Department of Health and Human Services, in conjunction with them anyway, uh, this, is, this information, if I didn't show, if I'm not sharing it with anyone, like I just did, if, you, if I hadn't shown that to you just now, well, guess what? The government's got this information, so that tells me they're not going to be knocking on my door because they already know I'm vaccinated. But for anyone out there that's not vaccinated, they're going to be knocking on your door. This is what Joe Biden wants. Uh, Mr. So-and-so, Mrs. So-and-so, uh, we're here... We, we have been instructed by, by, the, by the federal government to make sure that you are fully aware of, 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 of being vaccinated, blah, 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 however they phrase it. You don't have to tell them shit. But you see, this is a direct violation of, of our HIPAA rights for the ones that are vaccinated and nobody's talking, and no one comes knocking on their door, like I said. So it's Biden's, Biden's dictatorship is opening a can of worms it shouldn't have opened. By telling people across America, I'm, I, I will be sending people door to door, who the fuck are you, Joe Biden, to do that? You're an illegitimate president. You have no right. Even if you were a legitimate president, 
which thankfully you're not, but let's say for the sake of the argument you were. Even a legitimate president wouldn't have the legal, moral, and ethical right to dictate getting vaccinated. That is every American's God-given right to choose whether they do or don't. All right. Governor Greg Abbott told Newsmax, we'll keep calling special sessions till Dems give in. Why? Because apparently Texas Democrats are up to some sneaky chicanery. What, you may ask? Well, here's, what I've, here's, here's the article in question. Texas Democrats shouldn't expect to get away with thwarting Republican efforts to reform election law in the state, Governor Greg Abbott told, told Newsmax, explaining that he will just keep calling special legislative sessions until they give in. House Republicans voted Tuesday to have Democrats arrested, if necessary, and brought to the state capitol. No legislation can be considered without a quorum present. So Democrats fled the state for Washington, D.C., where they have been meeting with national Democratic leaders fighting GOP election reform efforts. The Democrats plan to wait out the 30-day special session called by Abbott to consider the legislation, thus killing it. But Abbott appearing Tuesday on Greg Kelly Reports on Newsmax TV said their tactic won't work. If they don't come back within 30 days, I'll call another special session, Abbott said. If they don't come back during those 30 days, I'll call another special session. I'll keep calling special sessions all the way until the election next year. The Democrats will have to come back to the state eventually, where he said, where they will be in the jurisdiction of Texas law enforcement that can take them into custody and take them to their legislative jobs. They're going to have to face up to what the voters put them in office to do, and that is to show up. Abbott said nothing that the legislators are continuing to be paid, uh, noting that the legislators are continuing to be paid, even though they aren't showing up for work. He asked host Greg Kelly, if you didn't show up for your job, would you get a paycheck? And yet they are still getting a paycheck from the taxpayers of the state of Texas. That is wrong. And the taxpayers of Texas are going to get mighty upset about this. Texas Democrats have used the tactic previously with redistricting. Abbott also defended the changes in the law that Democrats and other critics have attacked, including early voting and drive-through voting. Texas is actually increasing the number of hours of early voting, not decreasing it. In Texas, we have at least 12 days of early voting with, no, with longer hours under the proposal that we're offering, Abbott said. Joe Biden has called Texas reform efforts un-American. 
But Abbott noted that Biden's home state of Delaware has zero days of early voting. As for 24-hour and drive-through voting, Abbott explained it was a strategy used for the first time in 2020 by a single county, Harris County, where Houston is located. As you probably know, Article 1, Section 4 of the United States Constitution provides that states, not counties, have the authority to come up with the time, place, and manner of elections. And Harris County violated the United States Constitution when they imposed 24-hour voting and drive-through voting that never had been done instead of Texas before. This is what Governor Abbott said. Texas is among several Republican-led states pursuing new voting restrictions in the name of enhancing election security. On Sunday, Texas House and Senate committees passed new versions of the voting measures which would prohibit drive-through and 24-hour voting locations, add new identification requirements to mail-in voting, and empower partisan poll watchers. The Texas Senate passed its version of the voting legislation on Tuesday, but the Democratic lawmakers' exodus from the House has brought work there to a halt, with the departed Democrats vowing to stay in Washington indefinitely. Our intent is to stay out and kill this bill this session, Texas House Democratic Caucus Chairman Chris Turner told a news conference outside the U.S. Capitol where dozens of Texas Democrat lawmakers broke into the civil rights anthem, We Shall Overcome. Special legislative sessions can last up to 30 days in Texas, meaning the current session must end by August 7th. There is no limit to how many special sessions a governor can call. Good. Texas State Representative Alex Dominguez said he was prepared to stay away from Texas even if Abbott continues to call special sessions. After the current one ends, Dominguez said he was he was not deterred by the threat of arrest. If that's what they choose to do, then we'll be ready, Dominguez said. Now, Abbott called the special session after Democratic lawmakers staged a walkout on May 30th, just before the regular session ended, to boycott a vote on an earlier version of the voting legislation. Turner said the Texas lawmakers would use their time in Washington to implore the folks in this building behind us to pass federal voting rights legislation. You know, I'm getting real sick and tired of Democrats being assholes. I really am. And I don't give a flying fuck what state they're in. I've got a message for these Texas Democrat lawmakers. Fuck you and get back to work. Get back to Texas. Do your job. You keep sitting in Washington, D.C., you may as well just stay there because come election day, if you're up for re-election, something tells me the uh, Texas uh, folks are going to be sitting there going, 
gee, I want to vote for so-and-so, but he's all the way the uh, fuck out in Washington, D.C. He's not even here doing his job. He's, he's screwing us. So I'm going to vote for this guy. This guy could very well be a Republican. Hmm. Kind of hurts to think about that, doesn't it? All right. Gunslinger, let's start with you on this. Well, you know, that only goes to show you what um, what pansies and pussies these Democrats really are. Because they don't have the balls to stand to where, you know, here in Texas, they got to run. They got they got to hide. Well, I'm all for Governor Abbott sending the Texas Rangers to round up these dumb fucks and drag them back into Texas. I take I take I take a rope to go up there and rope them like you do, uh, you know, like I do you a cow or something. Gunslinger, the wind is is over is covering your voice up. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. But they, but he's right. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Yeah, the the, the wind is it was making it hard to hear you for a moment there. But yeah, no, I agree. Send the Texas Rangers over there. Okay? And tell them, hey, excuse me, uh, y'all are under arrest. Coming with us back to Texas. Give us a reason to get angry. You don't fuck with the Texas Rangers. Those boys and girls don't play. By any means, they don't play. They are very, very good at what they do. And I don't live in Texas, and I can say that. You know why? Because I've heard about the Texas Rangers and their reputation. They've got one hell of a reputation for getting the job done. Mike? You heard what I just read. What do you say? Hey, if you, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, think about it this way. There have been two TV shows made about the Texas Rangers, right? One was what? The Lone Ranger. All right. Two was Walker, Texas Ranger. And I'm not talking about the one that's a bunch of crap right now that's playing right now, the new, the new remake of it. I'm talking about the one the one with Chuck Norris in it, right? So, so, uh, so these guys, send the Texas Rangers, go get their ass, drag their ass back, and make them go on the record. All right? Make them go on the record. Because, you know... One way to get rid of these guys is to have them stay up in Washington and have Governor Abbott keep calling special section and, oh, we're going to stay up here until he stops calling him. Well, Abbott has probably said that he's not going to stop calling him. So you're going to be up there a while. Well, why? Well, you stay up there until the election day and I... Well, where is our representative in whatever district, you know, whatever, uh, you know, whatever house, legislative district that you're talking about, the Senate or the legislature, whatever it is, whatever it is called in Texas, you know, 
where is Gunn's representative? Or where is, well, other people's representatives in Texas? Well, they're in, of course, uh, Washington, D.C. So, yeah. He's got a lot of branches. Uh, what's, his, what's his name? Uh, I got there, the governor there has a lot of branches so-called branches on the tree that he can use to get at these guys. And look, this isn't the first time that the Democrats in the Texas legislature have run like scalded dogs away to, to prolong the thing. Now, it didn't work the last time they did it, and I don't think it's going to work this time. So, oh, they may they may is some sort of protection from, uh, you know, Miss Martini lunch there. But how much protection can they, she give them when the freaking Texas Rangers come come knocking on the, uh, the House of Representatives door, you know, or, or the Senate's door saying, Oh, we want these guys back in Texas. You have no jurisdiction over them, and and we want them back. They need to be here to do their damn job, and we're gonna take them back or or else, you know. Now, what's the or else? I don't know, but we're gonna take them back. So, you know, like I said, George. Governor Abbott has a lot of branches on that tree that he can get these guys back. You know, and and to tell you the truth, I I keep calling. You know, yeah, I use everything. I call, I keep calling special sessions, and I keep calling special sessions, and I keep calling special sessions, and then if they keep prolonging it, oh great, I'll go ahead and send a freaking Texas Rangers. Back to you, George. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm I'm no legal scholar, okay, when it comes to other states and their laws. God knows. And I'm not exactly a legal scholar when it comes to New York state law, but I know enough. And I've got enough resources that I can call upon when it comes to uh, concerns about, you know, about the law and everything for the state. But... Let's face it, I'm pretty sure, I'm guessing here, but I'm pretty sure when it comes to uh, a lawmaker for a state, whether it's Texas, New York, California, Louisiana, wherever, I'm pretty sure that if you run away from your state because you don't want anything to do with a particular piece of legislation and you want to kill the bill that doing stuff like that, well, then you're doing a disservice to the people of the state you're, you're supposed to be representing. Okay? Those people voted you into that seat to do the job. They hired you. You petitioned them. And this is what gets me. Okay? Politicians are applying for a job, basically. Their resume is their campaign ads, in some cases, unless it's a lot of mudslinging, in which case then it's 
Just a lot of bullshit. Outright, total, 100% governmental stupidity, political bullshit. So, look, if you're a, a registered voter, you live in the state of Texas, and you're and, and a Democrat lawmaker that you voted for is missing in action because he or she decided to go <coughs> toddling off to Washington, D.C. Us. Well, I got a little something for you to think about. Like I said, politicians applied for the job. Your vote hired them to do that job. Okay? Now, the people of that state, if they're not getting the job performance that they require from their elected officials, these lawmakers, these folks that Applied for the job. What happens when you apply for a job and you don't do your job? Do you expect to keep your job? I don't think so. So the same thing would apply to these lawmakers, regardless of whether it's Texas, New York, California, or wherever. That includes not limited to in the federal government. So, Boys and girls, wait a minute. Let me let me do this in my uh, in my best Fred Rogers impression. Hello, neighbor. Did you vote for a Democrat politician that didn't do his or her job to your satisfaction? Sure, I know you did. Now. It's up to you to tell them either come back or you're fired. That's your right. By voting for another person that will do the job. Do the right thing, neighbor. Send them a message. Tell them they're being bad little boys and girls. And throwing a temper tantrum isn't doing your job. Yes, folks. I know it didn't quite sound like Fred Rogers, but it kind of, you know, how can I put it? (laughs) You get the idea. All right. We are down to just just under uh, three minutes remaining in this broadcast. So I want to we're going to end up on overtime in blog talk radio, but just a little bit. So now I want to, uh, first of all, take this opportunity to thank everyone for being here tonight. Gunslinger, Mike, Cherokee Rose, Iggy Mom, uh, and some of the other folks that joined us. Uh, Game Player S and watching by way of Twit of uh, uh, they were watching on D Live. Donks, D O N K S. Uh, okay, I, I I could safely say I, I, there there are some uh, screen names that just make me go, huh? 
Mm. Whatever. But thanks for tuning in uh, tonight and all of you, of course, watching and listening by archives. So, having said that, we now go to the final thoughts of my callers and then myself. Mike, your final thoughts for this evening, my friend. Well, you know what? In the vein of Fred Rogers, the Texas Democrats are living in the land of make-believe. And those are my final thoughts. George. <laughs> I like that, Mike. Thank you. That was perfect. I, I, wow. I don't know if I could even follow. If I can do, I don't know if my talking points would would, would be as would be as good. Gunslayer, your final thoughts, please. Well, you know, as the old saying goes, you know, regardless of what the situation is, circumstances is, doesn't matter. There's always more to the story, okay? I don't care what it is, uh, now, then, or upside down. Everything has more to it, okay? Just because what we see and what we hear, especially from, you know, those idiots in, in D.C., except for Trump, when Trump was there, he's obviously, in my opinion, he's still the fucking legitimate president anyway. Not that usurper, um, pedophile, sleepy, sniffy Joe and the hoe. Okay? Both of them need to go. Hell, it even runs. So, you know, what are they telling? What are they not telling? You know, there's always something more to the story on every fucking thing. I don't care what it is. I don't care what level it is. And the truth will be brought to light one day. Go ahead. Gunslinger is a poet, and he knows it. Very nicely done. Very nicely said, by the way. Well, my final thoughts are very simple. First of all, in, re- in regards to, um, to the, to, to the uh, court's decision regarding 18 to 20-year-olds and, and, and gun ownership. That is a win for Second Amendment rights. The, 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 the battle lines were drawn a long time ago. Now it's time for every single pro-gun group like the NRA, and I wish to God the NRA would get off its lazy ass and tackle the SAFE Act. The opportunity is there. It's time to act. And that goes for any uh, New York State gun group that feels they can throw some finances in to help the NRA if necessary. Our gun rights are, are, are granted us under the Constitution, under the Bill of Rights. Protecting our gun rights is absolutely the most vital and important because the first, the Second Amendment protects the first, and all the and all the amendments to follow. My hats off to the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals on this very clear decision to protect the Second Amendment rights 
of young people 18 to 20 years of age. As to the Texas lawmakers, the Democrats in Texas, running away like petulant little brats, that's what the Democrats do in general. But little boys and girls from Texas that are Democrats, it's time to come home and stop whining and complaining. It's time to come home. Otherwise, you're going to get a spanking. And they deserve it. And finally, when people who don't get vaccinated start receiving knocks on the doors, Folks, you don't have to open your door to anybody. You don't have to answer them. You don't have to tell them shit. If someone says to you, we, our, our records show that you are not vaccinated, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. You turn around and tell them, well, mind your own fucking business, motherfucker, and get away from my door. How do you know whether I was vaccinated or not? Did you access my health records and violate my HIPAA rights? Get the fuck away from my door. And if they persist, like Wild Bill said, you can have them arrested. The federal government, no presidential administration, legitimate or not, has the legal, moral, or ethical right to force people to do anything they don't want to do. That includes and not limited to the vaccine. Now, I know that I pushed to get vaccinated, because I did. And thankfully, I'm still alive and kicking to tell about it. But you see, here's the problem. Just because it didn't hurt me, there are, according to a, a, member of, a Republican member of Congress, 5,000 people died from, vaccine, from these vaccines. Okay. And there have been more that have died from the vaccines. So it should be a decision by the American people whether they choose to be vaccinated or not. Okay? There are folks who are asymptomatic or have some sort of immunity to the virus, including the variants. Well, there's a lot of information we're not being told. So the bottom line is, America... Somebody turns around and tells you you have to get vaccinated. Tell them to stick their finger in a light socket and turn the switch on. If it's a guy, you tell him, stick your dick in a light socket and throw the switch. Watch your balls light up. If it's a woman, tell her to stick her finger in a light socket, throw the switch, and watch her tits light up. Okay? It doesn't matter. They don't have the right to tell you what to do. You're not their child. And that's my final thought for this evening. Again, my thanks to everyone tuning in. We will be back for the Wednesday night edition at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. And before I go with the rest of the spiel, 
I want to send out a, a shout-out to a friend of mine. I'm not going to mention that person by name because they're first-time uh, first either watching or listening to this broadcast. Uh, but I will say they're, you know, they're from Southern California, and uh, this person is a very nice person, and I hope that they got something out of the broadcast. We can always agree to disagree, but remember this, Firefox News Online dares to be different. We offer information. We dissect what the media puts out there. And we have a little bit of fun along the way, too. That's why when people say, George, you're uh, getting a little too old to be fighting, the good, to be fighting like this, you're liable to have a heart attack. And I just turn to him and say, uh, well, uh, uh, what was I saying again? So i got to have a little fun. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. You all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Until next time, from the Firefox News Online Headquarters in New York. Good night, everybody. And, uh, oh, yeah, might help if I do this. Hey Bugs, would you do me a favor and throw and throw the switch for the outro? Eh, okay, Doc. But uh, you might want to get uh, Porky Pig to, to do it next time. Oh God. Well, he'll he'll have something to say in a minute. Good night, folks. Mm.